Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. Ladies and gentlemen, what are we doing, WrestleFan? We're killing civilians over here. It's Wrestling Mayhem Show 257. Mario's missing. Your princess is in another castle. And the rock's back. We're getting into all of that. We are and here. And the robots are taking over the world. <laughs> and, al- and also, up. Hello Kitty has a pet cat named Charmy. That is also true. Straight out of the Bronx, New York. The big bad city. Dashing Mad Mike. How are you doing tonight? Sork. I swear to God, if Watson comes and takes over my city tonight, I want to say that it was good to have known all of you. They're going to Cloverfield that shit. You can't buy a lot with $5,000. No, you can't. Um, and also, straight out of Corpus, the chili Corpus Crispy, Texas, uh, is the Wrestle fan. I got to see a video from around Dallas where apparently you guys used sand down there to try to battle the... The the ice stop. Yeah, doing because that. Um, stop doing that. Yeah, because all of uh, because uh, apparently this uh, massive snowstorm has uh, affected half of our state with wait, a uh, wait, rare wait, disease wait, 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 called wait, wait, retarditis. Uh, with what? Oh, called retarditis, called also known as uh, fuckhead marinus. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Let me just state that while the Texans were freaking out about seven inches of snow. Mm-hmm. There were Pittsburghers and Green Bay people driving around at 45 miles per hour, one hand on the wheel, <laughs> singing along to the goddamn radio having a joyride. In, in, in all honesty, apparently there was um, a hundred accidents in a span of four hours in my city. Yeah. All from Texas. And um, yeah, we yeah. got two days off of school just because there was a chance of there being ice. Yes. Yeah, well, they don't have any hallways in this school. Um, but no, there's a video up on the Freak Show page of them driving down the highway and seeing literally an accident every mile uh, their way into Dallas. So it was pretty tremendous. Um, <laughs> don't they sell the same cars down there that they sell up here? Yeah, but yeah. Text- Do you love car crashes and Mexican people? Come to Texas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> And also from the from the cold ether reaches of Chachi's mind, uh, at some point at three in the morning in his in his t- video game binge, he closed his eyes and he saw DJ Lunchbox. How are you doing tonight? Fucking weird intro. I'm excellent, sword. I have a wrestling mayhem hard on. That's how good I am this evening. Tremendous boner. You should have folks, a wrestling. Folks, hard on. I want to congratulate you. I, you've done well. You have. You found the greatest podcast anywhere on the internet. Congratulations. Your search is over. Now just sit back, touch yourselves a little bit, Ooh. have a drink, listen to our just sultry sound. Not too much. Oh. And on the couch, of course. He's Chachi. He plays, yes. and he does it for the kids. For He's the kids. Chachi. Like, that was kind of a circular hey, look, intro. Look, look, you have a big check. Look. Giant check. check. 
Giant check. From our friends at GamesAreForIdiots.com. Giant check. They presented a giant check. Of course, Chachi straight off his Chachi Plays for Kids charity event this past weekend. Thanks to our friends down at Ninja Entertainment that hosted us uh, to to be our living room. Yeah, it, so. it was amazing. Uh, the, the, the total was... Three thousand seven dollars and seventy nine cents. That's right. That's Woo! Seventy nine cents. No, uh, PayPal takes a cut. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So that's what it was. But yeah, so I, I I did this on the last show. I have to do it on this show. Uh, it couldn't been done without all of you people. So thank you. There you go. Now now the high of course the DJ Lunchbox was there attending Riz. Was there? Yes, I met Riz. Yeah, you met Riz. Meet Riz for the first up. time. You played. Uh, what did you play with Riz? He brought uh, he, Rocky Legends. He brought Rocky Legends. Didn't play it at all. He, <laughs> he went to game. He went to the exchange. He picked up a copy of this game. He mm-hmm. said, "This is what we're gonna play." He showed up, and I stomped his ass. And the thing is, thing is, since it was just, oh, it was just started. It was a brand new game. There was only six people yeah. to pick from for you to <laughs> p- battle with an entire hour. Right. And wow. it was hilarious. Because he seriously... Was one of them Thunderlips? No. no. No, nobody recognizable except Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You can unlock like 30 guys, but you get like six to yeah. start with. So. Yeah. And, I mean, he did beat me like once or twice. <laughs> but I, I stomped him. <laughs> it was just one of those things. Um, and yeah, there is a little bit of a plan for next year. Returning. Yeah, perhaps. we actually uh, we've been talking about. It. We started talking about it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I I flat out told everyone not to let us finish the one we were on before we started talking about next year. Yeah. Um, because seriously, the day of the event, while I'm sitting there playing video games. People are sitting there asking me. <laughs> like an hour in. <laughs> yeah, like an hour in. People are like, so you guys doing this next year? <laughs> I'm like, can we get through this one first? Can we get through the next 23 hours? Yeah, I'm like, I still got a day of video gaming ahead of me. <laughs> can we wait? You're going to leave at the end of the night, but I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, you get to leave in 15, 20 minutes, an hour, whenever you want. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be here. But it was tremendous. We had, like... Uh, except for you know the 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 late late hours of of Saturday morning, and by late late he means like three thirty. Yeah, I mean aside from then, we had a steady like ten people at least in the chat room uh, checking. Hey, in. I was in the so, chat room at three thirty in the morning. Man, right. man, Mike, yo, but that that's the lowest we got was we were down to like three people in the chat room that were watching. And I mean, we so. always had someone in store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it worked out really well. Uh, Ninja Entertainment has invited us back next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most likely it'll be at that place. Here's two more big giant checks. Hey, I love checks. <laughs> I love big giant checks. I'm hanging this one on Chicky my wall. Chuck. This check is going on my wall. Tremendous. Have you come across us? We are the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, you can you can follow us at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, Twitter at MayhemShow. You can, you can t- touch base with us at Good Times. Good times! Or call us at 412-206-WMS0. That's uh, 9670 for the rest of you guys. And, of course, you uh, if you're on Android... If but you're you on that iPhone, don't believe in letters. 
Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and for those on the iPhone, on the iPad, on the Android, we do have this spiffy little Wrestling Mayhem Show app. It's $1.99 in your respective things. Uh, I know it's hard to find in the Android store because it does come up as The Wrestling Show, but we do have a link for all these over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, and, of course, you in, all, in all fairness, Sorg, it is not not true. <laughs> we are... The we are a show, show and it uh, is about wrestling. Apparently, there's no other show in the Android store worth a name because we are the wrestling show and the only wrestling show that you need to worry about. You act like that's surprising. That is true. That is true. And I'm actually having a little bit of an issue here bringing up the bonus. Oh, no. Um, uh, it's probably because the Wi-Fi is a little weak on this one. Uh, but anyway, so so go check that out. Let's get right off the bat. Can we, we like, talk about wrestling? We'll talk about wrestling. Let's get we to, can talk about our fans first. to the fans, Chachi. Oh, come on. That's not what I want to talk about. It will, it'll come. It'll <laughs> right. come. Chachi, we all know you're very excited for... Kurt Angle having to give away Karen at the at their uh, shut your whore mouth. We all... <laughs> um, he called your mouth so, a whore. So, uh, Bobby F J Town, <laughs> yes, from the chat room, yes, sent us an email. Okay, he gave us an AON weekly report. Okay, okay. Uh, it says, "Hey, Bobby F J Town here. I've got the AON report for this week, <laughs> along with a couple videos." Okay. AON Recap, February 13th, 2010. Best of AON one-year anniversary of the rundown being on TV. Brief history of the storyline. This is really long. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Chachi's going to be winded. Uh, I'm actually, the last fuck is this guy talking about? It's uh, in... With you know AON? You know, with, yeah. with the best wrestler in the entire universe, Manchild? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to skip the history of it. Oh, who is actually so who is actually seconded uh, by my new favorite wrestler in the world, which is their television champion, Black Lightning. That 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 is the best name I've ever heard, like ever. Black Lightning. Dude, that that name has been <laughs> used in came up many with different that name. forms of media. Well, I said, why don't we just call you Whitefish? Okay. Um, <laughs> no offense to Bobby, but I am going to skip the history of this. Um, it is a great. It is a great read, though. It is. We are very. We should probably put it on the website. Yeah, okay. the bumps okay. like uh, a dick. It's a great read. The current champions, though, uh, the AON <laughs> Pennsylvania heavyweight champion is Randall Fairway. The TV champion is Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Uh, the tag champions are Ryan I Fear. Be called Superbolt. <laughs> the, the tag champions are Ryan Fear and the Manchild, aka Yay, Manchild. The psychotic assassins. And the 2010 defending Thunder Cup champion is Colin Blair. Uh, match number one, Justin Starr versus Black Lightning for the team. Black Lightning! From I'm going to do that every time he says his name. Black every Lightning time. cuts a promo saying nobody can take the TV title from him while Justin Starr takes a nap in the, the corner. Uh, Lightning <laughs> claims he can't wrestle because he broke his wrist, so Justin will have to take a title shot later. Uh, Justin grabs the mic from him and starts yelling, uh, but Justin says he has a point and lays him, lays down for him only to roll him up for a two count as the match starts. They brawl to the outside where the broker and Black Lightning trying to run to the locker room only to be stopped by Justin Starr and brought back to the ring. Uh, uh, match highlights, lots of outside brawling as Lightning tried to slow the pace of the match down by attacking Starr's knee. The broker distracts Star as Lightning hits Terminate on sight, which is a low blow in the corner three times a la Shattered Dreams. 
Lightning gets a submission move before stat, before Star taps out. Ref says he tapped out when he didn't. Lightning is declared the winner and still champ. All I know is there's a man-child on our screen. Uh, man-child! Star confronts Lightning about him not tapping. He's so, ha- he's so big and happy. <laughs> to say that he, he tapped out, a rematch is set. Uh, match number two, Ryan Fear versus C4. Uh, match highlights. C4 attacks Fear before the match starts and they brawl on the outside. C4 starts yelling at children at ringside. Uh, he just turned heel last week. Uh, Clayton... I'm wondering if this is the the, this, the, the continuing the No Child Left Behind saga. <laughs> uh, Coma Clayton. Coma Clayton? Uh, C4. Who is Coma Clayton? Former tag Ruma partner. What? I thought she died. Hmm. Anyways, well, there, there's some uh, information. Second, second, second best wrestling name in, in the world, Coma Clayton. <laughs> uh, they all attack Ryan Fear to end the match in a DQ. Okay. Um, uh, OSP Helen Bach announces that C Force, the newest member of the Empire, which is a Nexus like uh, faction for AON. Okay, okay. Um, as he stands in the ring with the rest of the faction, uh, Colin Blair cuts a promo. And they are on to the next match, which is uh, Israel Sheriff Fakwar <laughs> versus Psycho Fusion. Um, let's see. And anything else of note? ISP hits his finisher to end the match with a three count. ISP. There was a KFC chant, and there's a bunch of. Uh, there was a KFC chant. And he has a bunch of videos to go with all of this. Excellent. We played a little bit while you were talking there. Yeah, uh, for those, those curious about it, go to aonwrestling.com, and uh, and you can see the man-child firsthand. And he says there are three factions. Yes. And, you know, this will make a fantastic post for the website. So There you go. Sorg will have that. Yeah, up. Def- definitely. Keep it up, though. Uh, you know, this is great. Yeah, yeah. Re- re- WrestleFan, I think I'll put you that on the, on the posting duty since... Uh, this is covered under your indie minute. It is. Beat. So, it will uh, be. That was really, I don't know how good that wrestling was in real life. I don't know if it was a great event or anything <laughs> like that, but I gotta say, you made it sound electric. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, Fantastic. Uh, thanks for the email, Bobby, and we look forward to it every week. There you go. Excellent. Uh, here's another one from uh, Zoli Knight. On JTV. You just skipped like 14 of them. They're not in the same order as you. What do you mean they're not in the same order? I don't know what, what, this how one, you're looking at your, your phone. I I'm mean, doing it in order of you're being doing, received. Oh, okay, well, mine doesn't read that way. Well, then you he always more. does it in order of being received. Ah, dick joke. <laughs> uh, Joshy, if you're doing thanks. it in order of received, then you miss one. You miss my favorite email of the week. Mike, do you want to go do your email of the week? Sure. I don't see um, yours. From Hotmail.com, oh, I have something to say. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I did skip um, that one because I continue to think that they're spam. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Because it came from Hotmail.com. Um, thank, thank you, Hotmail.com, for uh, emailing the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. You're right. I missed so, one. So um, I have something to say. How do you get Jeff Hardy and RVD's theme songs? Well, um, actually, there's two separate processes to get these theme songs. Um, to get Jeff Hardy's, 
you have to find a lot of meth, <laughs> a lot of pills, a lot of acid, and you have to bang your head repeatedly against an electric guitar and murmur incoherently. Okay. And that's basically okay. Jeff Hardy's song. <laughs> um, to get RVDs, to get RVDs, you have to learn one guitar riff, just one, and um, scream at the top of your lungs, fuck, frog slash, and van something something. <laughs> and that's basically yeah, it. That's about right. That's about right. Bobby, your email was a good length. It's just hard to read emails that long on this show. Yeah, because yeah. I can't keep people quiet enough to do it. No, it's all right, baby. It was a good size. It's hard because it's And we get a summary of DJ Lunchbox's Valentine's Night. All right, the next email in a laundromat, no less. <laughs> I thought that no way. I thought that happened in the computer labs. Uh, Sean Burkhead sent an email in this week. Okay, oh, it's you. Uh, it says, "Good evening, WMS peeps." <laughs> Who was this dumbass that called Sting a hack last week? That'd be AJ. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, that Sting, is him. Sting isn't a hack. The Warrior was a flash in the pan compared to the icon Sting. Okay. We only remember Warrior for the Warrior versus Hogan match. Sting had great feuds with the Four Horsemen in the NWO. The fans' reaction to Sting's no, I, return I to face. I Warrior from his promo. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the fans' reaction to Sting's return to face. The NWO was like Rock coming back last night. Go on YouTube and nope, find out, me. dumbass. Uh, <laughs> so which one would you like to see more? Rock versus Cena, Rock versus Miz, Rock versus CM Punk, Rock versus Randy Orton. And he also said that Rock versus CM Punk in a promo would be something to see. Have a great show. I personally say, why can't we see them all? Four, five sure. way, five way. Because he's got a movie deal. Well, he's not Chachi. going anywhere. He's on the. He's, he's on not the going clock. anywhere. The Rock, according to return his last yeah. night. Yeah, he said so he's here to stay. I think he's around, and we could see all of this in the near future. Nice, so, to, nice to see yeah, you again, Dwayne. Sadly, would like to see Rock versus Cena first. Mm. And uh, Dude, you're the off last camera. time Rock came back, Help me, uh, you're we off did camera. see Rock versus Andy Gordon <laughs> because him and Mick Foley got their asses kicked by. Uh, it was Batista and Orton. That's very Hel- true. Help me, you're off camera. At you're 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 not what, on you're, you're not on the camera at all. <laughs> okay. He's on a piece of driftwood, damn it. You can't see me. <laughs> that was the goldest part from last night, and it totally applies now. Oh, and as man. far as as far as the whole sting comments, I'm I have to defend that uh make the point that AJ's not here to defend himself. Yeah. Or yeah. or his point. Um, but I do agree with AJ. Well, I think the thing is, like, I don't. Who cares now? Right. Like, if they, yeah. if, if, if uh, Dave Lagana at IWantWrestling.com, I've been, I've been a big fan of his blog lately. Of I course, we've talked about it. Um, and 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 Dave That's been the thing. If Sting showed up in two thousand two, then we oh, probably would have shit our pants. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Now, now it's like we've had Sting. <laughs> Uh, we've had Sting against Abyss. We've had Sting against Kurt Angle. We've had Sting against Jeff Jarrett. We're kind AJ of Styles. over Sting in much of the capacity that we would have him. So, gonna, I don't think they're gonna so the moral, the moral of the story is 
it's all TNA's fault. It, mostly, yeah. It's diluted <laughs> the fact of, the, the effect of, oh boy, here comes Sting. And we don't care anymore because we've seen Sting for the last, like, four years. And, and it There's really... There's no possible benefit of WWE bringing Sting in. Mm-hmm. He wasn't grown with them. Yeah, uh, yeah. He wasn't famous with them. He's never been a part of that company. Who gives a fuck except people who watched wrestling in the 90s, which WWE hates nowadays. Yeah, you you can't you can't really see Sting coming in and having near an effect that I want to say even Booker T had. Right. Yeah. At the Royal Rumble. Which even obvious it was obviously even to the point last night where, you know, maybe for us at home we got the reaction for mm-hmm. the Rock, mm-hmm. but in the arena you know, the yeah. reaction was good, but it's not the same reaction you got, you know, 10 I mean, years ago for The Rock. Yeah, I mean, it's Sting. I don't know, Mainly was because it was 10-year-olds, oh, and uh, fan, during his promo, he made fun of John Cena. The Rock. Yeah. Russell fan, that was, that was a very loud ovation for The Rock. Oh, it was, it was huge. It was. But, no, it's, but during TV his entire well, promo, you would see a little... That loud, that suddenly, in quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the, the way, thing um, is, did, the ass kissing—the ass kissing from all you guys—has to start, has to form a line, because I was the only one last week that said the Rock was going to be the host. So, um, you know, listen, I'm not going to deserve a hey, line. Kiss your own ass, motherfucker! I wasn't even here last week. Yeah, I'm not going to kiss. <laughs> I'm not going to kiss your ass because you got a prediction right. Because I'll well, out, I'll you flat specifically out. told me it wasn't going to be the Rock, sir. I. Whoa, first off, let me finish before you interrupt me. Because as I told Mike before we even started the show, as I told Mike before we even started the show, I, for one, in a million years, never thought it would be The Rock. But I sure as hell don't mind it being The Rock. So that's why... I agree with everything that you just said. That's why I am not going to kiss your ass because you got a prediction right. And I'm also still going to freak out because it's The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Regardless. But, you know, the point, the point I was making with the whole but thing was that after his promo was done and all that, he, right. he got a couple of boos. Mm-hmm. Mainly because there were, you know, five-year-olds in the crowd and he made fun of John Cena. <laughs> well, he, also, he also got boos when he said uh, the word Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> I thought it was kind of fun. All right, let's finish the email, then we'll talk about this. Yes, yes. Uh, we definitely got plenty to get to here. Uh, next one I got from Pierre Calais, who may be French. French. <laughs> to the WMS Nation, I may not be known for information about why uh, Theater R. Long is absent from the SmackDown picture, but when Vicky Guerrero took over, she filed a, fired a cutie known as Kelly Kelly and inherited a no-spear role for Edge. In which, if you spear, you DQ, and if you have the belt, you give it to someone via world-class role. In this case, Dolph Ziggler should have been in, should have been his in the last two minutes of the show when the most annoying commenter, no, known as Coleslaw, revealed Dolph Ziggler is the new champion. However, Edge still has the belt because the Green Bay Packer became the ref after sick sick Vicky got knocked out. Just a heads up, and I know it's I know it's a whole booking thing, and I know, but I mean, just from a viewer's perspective, uh, Vicky, I kind of know that Edge wasn't the one that uh, beat up Teddy Long mm-hmm. because when you said he, you had evidence that you did, you did an evil laugh, <laughs> and for those that don't read comic books, uh, 
Yeah. Normally, that's not what you do when that you know happens. Okay. And also, um, why would Edge beat up Teddy Long when the absence of Teddy Long would mean that Vicky would take power? Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. The, you know, for someone who's supposed to be um, the the I, I get I get where they're going though, but I mean that's not a good opportunity. <laughs> I get where they're going with the whole thing though, but it's just like she like had this like long evil laugh, and I'm just like how how is anyone supposed to believe you? You just did an evil villain there. laugh. <laughs> Christian, hey, there you go. That could be interesting. I, I back, bet it I was Rodney Mack. Back to the email. Uh, <laughs> if, if you've already heard Tony Giovanni give the news about Mick Foley title reign that marked the downfall of WCW, uh, then this one is much worse. But we uh, head to Raw, and The Rock made his much-anticipated return in the company, becoming the host of WrestleMania this year. Does that mean it's the end of the PG era? Uh, you might answer it yourself, but with the Elimination, elimination Chamber coming up, I think we should we could soon see a second coming of the Attitude Era, but it will be soon. Uh, you you can have your Al Snow, Steve Blackman, Godfather, Hardcore Holly, Trish Stratus, or Deborah, but you can't let Dixie Carter get the Rock to TNA, and that's the truth. See you later, BRK, aka Mister Techwood Drive. I miss Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman. <laughs> Just squint whenever you watch Mason Ryan on screen. <laughs> basically the same thing. And imagine he doesn't have the same muscles. <laughs> Alright, who wants hmm. to take the Riz? I'll, I'll do the Riz. WMS! Finally, I have come back to the dot 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 copyright infringement portion of the show. I am going to make this short and sweet. The DNA pay-per-view was a botch and a half. And The Rock pretty much made every WWE fan, other than people who have no clue who The Rock is, and those are the young kids, Cream in their jeans slash sweatpants slash underwear slash wall. <laughs> Somebody's mopping the wall. Jizz mopper. How do I know? Because of this tweet that the WWE Universe tweeted. I feel like this is Twitter's answer to the greatest emailer of the Wrestling Mayhem show besides myself, Juggalo Jamie. Quote, I screamed for five minutes when I saw At The Rock. I thought I was back on my kid age. Thanks for bringing me back, old memories. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> End quote. One, I know that it's no, not Jekyll Jamie due to the fact that he screamed for five minutes. That's what she said. And as we all know, Jekyll Jamie hates the number five. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> number two. The first time I saw this, let's five, just say I didn't see five, the... By the way, that's the reason. <laughs> <fuck> the first... <laughs> the first time I saw this, let's just say I didn't see the word age and got completely weirded out. <laughs> that is dirty. <laughs> Number three. At least he used faces. Unlike our, unlike our good friend Jeff Hardy... Not going to go on a rant about this guy, dot, 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 trying to stay happy, dot, 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 happy thoughts. Until next time, always popping and locking with a gigantic dirty bunny, Riz. There you go. <laughs> what? <laughs> we didn't talk what about the, the dirty bunny. Closer? That, well, that, that, that's when the Riz had his encounter with the Scarehouse Bunny from uh, Chachi Plays um. this weekend. So... 
There's video of that, which I think I'm... He had to clean his wall two times. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Somehow I lost my email. Um... Yeah. We have well we have one from a uh Exoli Knight. Yes we do. Um, yes we do. Go ahead. Who message messaged us saying, um, I'm going to pull up the biggest thing that happened in wrestling this week. TNA had a pay per view, dot dot dot. No, obviously I mean the rock returning to the WWE. And I was just wondering how you guys feel about him being back. Personally I remember the attitude era as Rock and Austin. I believe that the Rock should have stayed there as the censoring man got a job for once. One reason I am pleased he is back is that Superman, aka Cena, may get his ass kicked. You are sincerely, Exoli Knight. Yes, yes. Uh, I love how Cena's in quotations and Superman was just put out there. <laughs> Thanks. <so. laughs> yes, uh, I think we'll we'll be talking a good bit about this uh, as we have have currently. Um, Wrestle fan. But we're gonna get a little bit of. Austin and The Rock coming up because we also get Austin for Tough Enough right. when that premieres right after WrestleMania. Um, yes. So so yeah, we're getting a little bit of a throwback for for the people that that were into wrestling, you know, at the turn of the century. So. <laughs> and also, is it just me or are the divas kind of taking it back to late nineties? With all the ish. You can see, you well, can kind of see the. They're wearing the a lot more scantily clad clothes, and they're mm-hmm. brawling. True. More chick fights. And they've been actually stepping up on their wrestling, which amazed yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. So, Especially for that match uh, last night. So we got a, we got a good bit to get to, uh, but first, real quick, Russell fan, let's hit our indie minute. Well, indie minute for this week. I know last week's uh, indie minute was kind of lackluster, but this indie minute is bustling because there is a lot going on in the indie scene this week. First, I'm going to start it off with uh, CZW, Combat Zone Wrestling, uh, this past week had their big uh, 12-year anniversary show, um, appropriately titled 12. Um, (laughs) Big event for them. Uh, In that event, the important things to note is that um, the Briscoe brothers, Mark and Jay Briscoe, won for their first time ever the CZW Tag Team Championships when they defeated the team of uh, Joker and Sabian in a no-disqualification match. Uh, so congratulations to them. Also congratulations um, to uh, uh, CZW star um, The Ego, Robert Anthony, formerly known as uh, Egotistico Fantastico, <laughs> by defeating uh, John Moxley. Yes, that's a long name. <laughs> defeating John Moxley to uh, win the CZW World Heavyweight title at that event. Um uh, first world heavyweight title for that man in his career, so it's a, it was a big night for him, big night for CZW. And if you want more information on all things Combat Zone Wrestling, go to www.czwrestling.com uh, to check out more information. And also now, uh, moving from uh, stuff in the Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania area, we go to Chikara, who has uh, two big events coming up this weekend. Uh, Saturday, February 19th in Reading, Pennsylvania, and Sunday, February 20th in Eastern Pennsylvania. I'm going to run down the uh, card really quickly. The first event in Reading, uh, Chikara is Caught in the Cauldron of Hate. Um, big event. Uh, we'll see for the Campeones de Parejas, uh, Mike Quackenbush and Jigsaw with their first title defense, uh, taking on the team of Oberian and Kodama, the Batari, 
um, very uh, unknown team that's making a star as a blatant Jakara. So that should be an interesting match. Also, for the Young Lions Cup, uh, Frightmare uh, will be going one-on-one with Rich Swan. It was sure to be a great match. Also, in a singles match, Eddie Kingston taking on friend of the show, Johnny Gargano. Um, Dasher Hatfield versus Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, trios action with the Colony uh, versus the Osirian Portal. Uh, Sugar Dunkerton going one with Brody Lee. Um, Max Boyer uh, taking on Tim Don's um, Icarus facing a local uh, wrestler in the uh, Pittsburgh or in the Pittsburgh Ohio area, uh, Gregory Iron, and also uh, 3.0 uh, taking on the team of the Unstable, and that is um, Saturday, February nineteenth. At the Goodwill Beneficial Association, Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, doors open at 6.30, bell time 7 o'clock. Get your tickets um, at chikarapro.com. And then also the next night in uh, Easton will be uh, Clutch of Doom, their uh, next event, uh, featuring uh, Fire Ant and Soldier Ant of the Colony, taking on the team of Claudio Castagnoli and uh, Tursus, a.k.a. Silent Ninja. Um, Jigsaw... One half of the Campionis de Parejas taking on the team, or uh, taking on Tim Donst in a singles match of former Young Lions Cup champions. Uh, in a trios match, it will be uh, Ultramantis Black teaming with Incoherence take on uh, the Batari. Um, Eddie Kingston going one on one with Max Boyer. A four corners elimination match of the uh, Osirian Portal versus 3.0 versus Delirious and Daisy Hayes versus Los Ice Creams. Which is sure to be a very uh, entertaining match. Uh, Chachi's entertained. Yes, wrestling. Indie wrestling, for that matter. Um, Madison Eagles, current Shimmer champion, taking on Sarah Del Rey. Um, The Throwbacks, taking on The Unstable. And uh, Icarus, going one-on-one with Ophidian. And that is February 20th at the Palmer Center in Easton, Pennsylvania. Doors open at 3.30. Bell time at 4 o'clock. Get your tickets for that event, as well as the upcoming uh, King of Trios uh, big uh, tournament. Get all those tickets, get your merch, get everything at ChikaraPro.com and go support them. And um, Also in the Indie Minute, um, in the more local stuff, um, the first matches uh, have been announced for uh, IWC's next event, Combat in Clearfield. Um... which is sure to be a great event, obviously, in Clearfield, uh, PA. Uh, the Founding Fathers... No cataclysms anymore. No more cataclysms. But there is some combat, the and there will be combat when we see um, the Founding Fathers of Dennis Gregory uh, and Dean Radford teaming up to take on John Bolin and uh, current new TNA star Tommy Mercer in a number one contenders match for the IWC Tag Team titles. Um, speaking of the IWC tag titles, one half of the tag team champions and friend of the show, Michael Fassad, uh, taking on Sheila Zion, the former IWC okay. champion and friend of the show. Yes? Lunchbox? Yes. What? He just yeah. said okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. And it will be a super indie tag qualifying match. Check that out. Uh, the other half of the IWC Tag Team Champions, Jason Glory, is going to get a big shot against Big League John McChesney for the IWC World Heavyweight title. See how I spend that? Big, big, uh, it's funny. Uh, 
And then the IWC oh, Super fun. Indie title. Yeah, whatever. Super Hentai in his first defense of the Super Indie Championship. Oh, no, his second defense of the Super Indie Championship. No, uh, taking on... Was I right? For, yeah. I, he just won a second show. I suck at numbers. He will be taking on Matt Justice. Um, newcomer to, uh, sort of a newcomer to IWC. He's been making his strides as of late. And it will be for the IWC Super Indie Championship. And that will be, um, I believe, March 19th. Yes, that is the date at the Clearfield County Fairgrounds. You can get your tickets now. Ringside tickets, $20. General admission, $10. Bell time, 7.30. You can get your tickets at IWCWrestling.com. And that is the indie news that I have for this week. Excellent. And very thorough. So thank you, WrestleFan. Uh, real quick, well, here's a little bit of you, what you guys are having gold. And then we're going to come right back with uh, some more speculations. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Okay. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. What do I Google? Wait, are you talking about the fire chomps? Hey man, will you lift my sack up so I don't sit on here again? I'm angry because you're fucking talking about Yoshi Safari, the stupid ass game with the super scope six that nobody fucking bought. Hey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Wrestling Mayhem Show 257. Hey. And we didn't talk too much about it in the first half here uh, with the Indie Minute and everything, but TNA did have a pay-per-view this past weekend. Uh, and I know uh, between... I, yeah, I, for one, didn't watch it. I didn't figure it was worth the time, you know, especially yeah. after how angry people got last week in my absence uh, about such things. Uh, but there are a few no- things worth noting uh, with TNA. Um, now, Mad Mike, I know you had some praise for them this week, oddly enough. Well, I... I- I did, um, it, it wasn't about the pay-per-view, because, um, I watched the pay-per-view, and I dozed off during a lot of it. <laughs> However, the praise I had was, for last week on Impact, Robert Roode's promo. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a damn shame that Robert Roode is, like, boiled up in all this TNA nonsense. Because he could be really something special in WWE. Because he had a tremendous promo that was at least 80 times more convincing as to why Fortune should be faces than AJ's promo was for Bischoff last week. Mm-hmm. But it was fantastic. And if even if you're not a fan of DNA, if you're just a fan of good promo work, look up Robert Roode's promo from last week. It was very well done. Excellent. I mean, he he is one of those guys that you know you really think could fit in pretty well in the in the in the Fed. You know, I mean, he, he's got the he's kind of has the size and look for it. I think that, you know they would love to have him over there. And you never know; it could happen, especially you know the way things have been weird uh, with people dropping off left and right in TNA. So, so yeah, definitely. Like I think I think Robert Roode and Cody Rhodes would be the greatest tag team of all time. <laughs> That'd be tremendous, tremendous. Uh, now, WrestleFan, you brought up an article. I know you passed it around. Uh, I know uh, I was talking with LB about it the other night at Chachi Plays. Um, but sure. it tells a little bit about this article you were passing around well, amongst the clues. Well, this article I found um, while browsing the Internet. Oddly enough, um, it'll be oddly enough when I talk about the article. This was a retweeted article 
uh, from former TNA knockout Taylor Wilde, recently retired TNA knockout, um, uh, from cagesideseats.com uh, entitled An Examination of TNA's Appalling Treatment of Talent. Um, it goes into different um, sections. I'm just going to break down the main points of each section. Please. Um, it starts off It starts off mainly with the fact that, um, of the mistreatment of the knockouts division, which uh, many of the uh, people argue with the fact that since they are the highest rated, they should be treated a little bit better. Yeah. Um, this is over the fact that um, they get paid the lowest out of um, all the other wrestlers. They, I believe they get paid like maybe 100 an event mm-hmm. or 100 an appearance. Um, oddly enough, uh, one of the facts stated in here was that Madison Rain, the current TNA Knockouts champion, is apparently the most lowest paid member of the roster, mm-hmm. which is odd. Um, it, obviously, um, these Knockouts um, are also forced to maintain other jobs, and um, there was an excerpt that was included in this article from an interview with uh, Taylor Wilde before her uh, retirement, and before I believe also before she left TNA. Uh, what she mentioned in this article, quote, I was working at Sunglass Hut, a mall in Mississauga, a job that could be maintained by a monkey. So standing around for six hours, earning minimum wage wasn't the issue. But after serving this one customer for an extended period of time, he ever so politely uttered, aren't you the TNA Women's Knockout Champion? I handed in my resignation that day. So it basically illustrates the fact that these women have to uh, maintain other jobs just to even support them, even though they're being featured on national TV. In Taylor Wilde's case, even though she was the Knockouts champion at the time. Um, it also goes over the fact that um, they did an interview with uh, Shimmer uh, found, co-founder uh, Allison Danger um, over the fact that they don't feature a lot of the uh, current Knockouts um, that have been in Shimmer in the past, mainly due to the fact that part of the money that um, they gain from those events is taken out by TNA um, mm-hmm. out of the money that they earn from those events. Um, it doesn't also go. It doesn't just go into the knockouts. It also goes into the fact that uh, one of the things that I got very angry at um, over the fact that um, TNA does not pay uh, for wrestlers' uh, health um, issues for uh, medical expenses, as well as not paying for their travel. Uh, <clears throat> I believe uh, this is a quote from uh, Dave Meltzer. Um, from uh, F4W Online, TNA is worse. Guys don't, won't get injuries checked or go to the hospital after the show because they don't want to pay the hospital bill. TNA may front your money for surgery, suffer from injury working for them, but they want to, you to pay it back. Um, they have one example here um, from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Homicide uh, was out of action with a groin pull and is trying to rehab it. He w- he's avoiding surgery because he's has to pay for it out of his own pocket since they don't pay for that stuff in TNA and he's not making enough money to get health insurance considering most insurers won't touch wrestlers. When Hernandez had his neck operation, the company fronted him the money but then each week take a percentage of his check out to pay them back. Um, it also mentions uh, notable uh, ROH wrestler Delirious uh, turned down a low money offer from TNA uh, figuring that he could make more money in the indie scene. It's like what I mentioned before about uh, TNA taking money out of uh, wrestlers' paychecks from the stuff they, they do on on the indie scene. Um, it also covers um, the uh, a lot. Uh, one of the uh, things in TNA that a lot of people got angry about and started to show their unprofessionalism was the uh, chair shot um, by or onto Rob Terry, the unprotected chair shot uh, from an April fifth uh, TNA Impact. Um, a lot of people commented on the event. Um, 
quote, TNA proved in that one moment that they don't care uh, about talent, said, um, or no, this was from, uh, this was from Brian Alvarez. Um, Irate former wrestlers Mikey Whipwreck and Lance Storm also vowed to boycott the show following that event. Even former ECW boss Paul Heyman, while not specifically mentioning TNA, categorized anyone doing unprotected steel chair shots to the head in light of all the studies in the past as unconscionable in the interview. Um, and then it also goes into the fact of um, them hiring Matt Hardy and uh, various other, and as well as um, hiring Scott Hall. Um, it shows um, the fact that I think we mentioned it before in the past episodes of the Mayhem Show, so it may be getting a bit redundant. But in order for TNA to be taken seriously, they need to um, provide the proper expenses, mm-hmm. and they need to put in the right effort into this. We all we obviously know the fact that they are spending all, a lot of their money on paying contracts for guys like Hogan and uh, Jeff Hardy, as well as Kurt Angle and others. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel it. The thing that pissed me off most off most about this article was the whole healthcare. Um, effect. It, it, to be, you, you are a professional company, you know, you may not, not be like WWE where you're on the stock market and all that, but you're a professional company that has a TV show every week, you know, you need to be paying for your wrestlers um, to get better. It's It hurts your company, um, just vision, uh, just how people look at your company. It hurts your wrestlers mm-hmm. because they're not going to be able to do the same stuff they used to do if they just keep trying to rehab their injuries on their own, plus maintaining uh, indie dates in order to, to compensate for the money that they aren't getting from you. And, and I think the bigger uh, issue here is, like, not, you know, th- these are stories that, w- that w- you hear from people on the indies, okay? Like, not, right. you know, not making that much money, uh, you know, skirting hospital, you know, uh, you know, working through injuries and stuff because that's how you're doing it. You're not going to get insurance that way. You don't have anybody to take care of you. Uh, TNA, on the other hand, is big enough they could be doing that, you know, especially yes. these talents. They uh, may not, they may not seem like it from the ratings and all that, but I, they have the money where they can be paying this stuff off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're backed by a major company. Uh, they're, they do fine, you know, they're making money uh, off their house shows in their, in their international market, you know, definitely. It's not a doubt. Okay. You know, regardless of what you think of their pay-per-views and stuff, they are making money mm. in the markets they know how to. Um, but then to, I think to, if they started paying for medical expenses and travel and things like that, though, they no. wouldn't be you know what? Money. No, it, it's not, it, and it's not a matter of paying it's, for. It, and it's not a matter of making money. No, I don't think they're making WWE, money now. WWE they're not making cover, money now. Yeah, WWE doesn't. But that's cover, something you need to do. It's th- just you know, WWE doesn't cover any of those sorts of expenses, but they still pay their talent a bit better. You know, the lowest um, or they yes. do cover travel. They cover travel, which TNA doesn't. This is I also mentioned really the in the article. Of an incident um, where uh, the, the women's champion Madison Rain mm-hmm. uh, missed house shows, according uh, because she wasn't able to pay for the travel yeah. Yeah. Um, required. She uh, denied it on a MySpace post, but um, I believe one of the commenters um, on that post uh, uh, pointed, "What is she supposed to say? I'm the knockout champion and still broke as hell." Yeah, you know, it's I I I can't imba- imagine the fact women women are not. Mm-hmm. You, she is your champion. And she is one of the lowest paid members of your roster, even though, and you have people like, obviously they must be paying Mickey James a great deal. Mm-hmm. 
bringing her in. People talk apparently Christy Hemi when she's in the or she she's in the company is getting a bad rap for the money that she's being paid. Um, they also mentioned uh, when they signed Jenna Maroska, uh, she was paid a very hefty deal. Um, apparently, a lot more than was asked um, to even. Uh, apparently, the reason that Gail Kim did leave TNA back in 2008 was because of money and because they did not want to give her a pay raise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, and even uh, uh, Victoria Tara uh, uh, left for a period because she, you know, couldn't come to terms with what they wanted to pay. You know, and exactly. All that. One of the reasons why Awesome Kong left too. Yeah, yeah. Same. Well, awesome, other other than, awesome other than her incident with Bubba the Love yeah, Sponge. Yeah, that, that plus the incident with yeah. Bubba the Love Sponge. Um, it sounds so weird to say. Um, but yeah, it, this is a big Love issue. And and, and 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 the if they're going to treat their talent like this, I mean, it's it's it gives you another reason to not want to support them because they're not supporting their own talent to that effect. It just it unfathoms me how the both them and fans want to take them seriously. Uh, wrestle fan, do your point. I I just want to say that you know it's you know it's I don't I can't believe how the fact that fans as well as them want us to take them seriously mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. serious company because that cannot happen when you you're not paying for uh, medical expenses you're not paying for travel and you're underpaying your wrestlers for what they deserve. Uh, Mad Mike, I was just gonna say especially someone like Madison Rain who's been one of the most entertaining parts of. Consistently, TNA television for the past six to eight months, and it's least. not like, and it's not like it's it's a surprise, you know, when somebody says that they, the the women are the highest rated segments, it's there in the numbers, and for a company that's really big about the ratings, <clears throat> you know, uh, they're not responding to that. Yeah, you know? and it's they're, been there in the numbers for a long time now. Yeah, yeah, since they started the knockouts division, I you know we're. we're they just think anybody's interchangeable, or and and you know the, the they think they're not going to leave because these girls aren't. Done Actually, that that themselves. is one of the things that they pointed out. They um they do pay one of the things that they uh, imagine is one of the reasons that they pay them less is because of the fact that WWE may not hire most of them because they have a certain look yeah, that WWE yeah. isn't interested in. Yeah. But what does that say when you don't care? Quite frankly. You know whether it's you sad. you know it's, these girls stay or leave. It's it's sad well, and it looks badly on on Dixie Carter as, as somebody trying to run a company. To be quite honest, also it, you gotta remember uh, this is a quote. Um, I think it was Bret Hart who said it. Uh, TNA is not a wrestling company. Mm-hmm. It's a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a wrestling show that is put on by an energy drink company. No, no, an energy company. Yeah. <laughs> an energy drink company. Two different things. Well, it, it, whatever. It, basically, WWE is a company for wrestling. Mm-hmm. They do other stuff, but it's a company for wrestling. Mm-hmm. TNA is a show. Mm-hmm. TNA is just a show. It's not. It's not the earner of the company of Panda Energy. Yeah, yeah. It's a venture. Sure. It's a side venture by Panda Energy. And, and and they're treating it as a weird spin-off company, as a bastard child company of, of, of the whole thing, you know. Uh, and 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 it's showing, you know. And how how I mean, we we complain week after week about how 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 you know one dimensional this company is, and and how how you know there's no focus or anything. And I, and I think that you, you hit on it. That's why you know uh, they, right. they give a few guys, you know, with some wrestling minds. You know the keys to the castle, uh, and and Dixie Carter, you know, being 
I don't even know what her background is that she knows how to run a company in general, let alone a wrestling company. But you would think that she would because of her, you know, relationship with Panda Energy. Well, she's the daughter of the guy that owns yeah, Panda yeah, Energy. Dude, is, she's, but even she's still, I mean, family. That doesn't mean she's a good business mind, you know. I bet Dixie uh, Carr just went to a, a WCW show back in like late two thousand one. Met Jeff Jarrett and like, oh my God, this is so fancy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, you know, just because just because you know Stephanie McMahon's and a, a McMahon doesn't mean that she's she's you know a good writer or anything uh, in you know as it pertains to wrestling, you know. But she's proven herself, you know. But at I, the I same time, she's not running the finances. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, both of both both those kids found their their niche and and, and went with it. And, you know, to the fact that Shane left, so. Yep. <laughs> um, and I think that says something, you know, that 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 happened that way. And I'm I'm curious where you know where what the end game is going to be there. So, anyways, uh, I think that's enough about TNA, you know. Uh, oh yeah, and Jeff Hardy yeah. won the belt. Back. Jeff Hardy won the belt, which again goes back yeah. to the, okay. So that's how we treat the people that have the well, obvious publicized drug problems. So. Dude. They never changed the belt that Anderson was. Oh carrying yeah, it around. was it was it was really obvious. So yeah, you're I'm, I'm with you on that. They could have actually. Whatever you think about Mr. Oh, Anderson, oh, yeah, RVD. Go ahead, Mike. What was that? Un- unpromoted, Jeff Hardy and RVD fight this week on Impact for the world Wait title. A, you know, woo! Blow that. Six guy. months in the making. You know. Mm-hmm. They could have done. They could have built RVD so much with Mr. Anderson winning. They could have built so much with Mr. Anderson winning his first world title, mm-hmm. and it's what, what, whether you think whatever you think of the guy or not. Yeah, you know, and it just feels kind of just to just to uh, have a match at a pay per view that wasn't supposed to be a world title match, but just became a world title match, and pr- pretty much nobody saw this because you didn't advertise it, and then a month later you have him lose the belt back to the same guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, at this point, I consider Eric Young the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> Friend yes. of the show, Eric Young. Friend of the Hell show, yeah. Eric Young. Mayhem bump. <laughs> Tremendous. Mayhem bump. <laughs> um, well, let's go right away. Uh, uh, LB, I know you fancy yourself the, the, the financial uh, follower of the WWE. I, I, do. I, I hate numbers, but I like knowing what's going on um, with WWE's numbers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they did. They did just recently have a uh, have their annual conference call, and uh, here's a little bit of information on that. Uh, basically, the key points were that WWE grossed uh, 122.5 million for the final quarter of the year. Uh, ended basically with 8.1 million in profits, and that's not that bad. Last year's numbers were uh, 117.3 in gross and 11.2 million in profits. Uh, it did slightly better than WWE's own predictions went. Uh, it sent out a uh, press release a few backs a, a few weeks back uh, that it wouldn't meet analyst expectations. Stock price uh, was. shortly after the call, uh, down 39 cents per share. But even so, with that news, um, it was considered negative. The major hits were pay-per-view and home video, plus live events were down as well as compared to last year. Uh, Vince didn't really say much uh, that isn't already known, except that he did predict an upswing in business across the board that would kick off at Mania. But Mm -hmm. he said the same thing six months ago. 
uh, about SummerSlam, and it, yep. it, it didn't happen then. Uh, he did say the Royal Rumble numbers were up, but he didn't get into specifics. Um, apparently, uh, he was getting a little shit on the conference call because he kept talking about how the new talent is getting over, uh, and people were like, if they're asking if there's a new possible John Cena level start, and he mentioned the Miz, Randy Orton, and Alberto Del Rio in his categorization of new stars, um, uh, which I definitely think applies uh, to Alberto Alberto Del Rio, Miz. Randy Orton, they've been around quite a while. I've granted they're finally, you know, really breaking into it. But anyway, uh, he did note that the Miz has been around for a while, but fought his way to the top. Pretty much every facet of the business declined year over year, uh, except international television rights fees, which are up. Uh, they pushed international growth, mentioning Mexico, China, India, Russia, not mm-hmm. Egypt, though. Hmm. Uh, Vince didn't really throw any specific numbers, but he did say they have sold more tickets for Mania at this point this year than they did at this point last year. And that, with much higher ticket prices, the gate was significantly higher. Um, Yeah, that's that's pretty much the Mania tickets are going to be going pretty quick now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think. The Rock um, is absolutely going to give a boost to, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, and to I think that. I think you're going to see that 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 you know, upswing from that and, and Stone Cold being involved after WrestleMania, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean those are standbys; those are the guys that they made, you know, record profits off of, and uh, right. to see them, you see their faces back to to give the rub to everybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. I, think it, right. I think it's going to be tremendous for them, to be honest. You know, that might be what they needed was that little bit of throwback. You know, I think, um, I think in terms of numbers, The Rock is going to be uh, nothing but positive yeah, for yeah, WWE as yeah. a whole. If they handle him properly and don't fuck it up, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think uh, I think he'll do some really good business for some, them. If they stick around, then mm-hmm. some other interesting numbers uh, that came out of this that I've heard discussed over the past week: um, pay per view numbers, of course, down across the board. Except for Survivor Series, which was actually interesting, up, which was actually up from the year before, and that's the show that they were they were speculating on getting rid of last year. I do re- mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what what they did at Survivor Series, but I do remember it being a a fantastic show. Like I remember being excited for the Survivor Series more so than SummerSlam, I think. So I, I think that's of note. I, and again, don't entirely remember what they did for Survivor Series. I, I'm sure it was one of the John Cena. Uh, I was going to say, wasn't Survivor Series where Cena had to join the Nexus? Was it the join the Nexus one? I don't. It, I what it was the one when he got fired. Was it when he got fired? Okay. Either way, oh, it was some. Yeah, right. I just remember the build around the stuff like that was tremendous for that time of year. I remember we commented a lot on how 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 usually that time of the year is really kind of low key. And it felt like they never really bottomed out as far as the storylines go, you know. Which right. I, which opposed know. which opposed to the SummerSlam they had, which they built around that whole eight man or that yeah, uh, yeah. whole which, WWE which, versus Nexus match, which was a decent build for that. But but it just felt like the fall, the you know, the fall into the into the winter just felt like we were paying attention. And, and you know, how much have we really gave a lot of props yeah. to WWE at the turn of the year uh, because yeah. of where where it was going. So. And quite frankly, I mean, looking at looking at it and remembering the actual card for Survivor Series was a it was a great event. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and aside from that, they mentioned uh, their partnership with Mattel. 
Um, unfavorable industry trends in the home video. Of course, you mentioned a little bit of the home video and pay-per-view numbers. Um, and maybe it's uh, maybe people are getting enough of it, or maybe Netflix or something is uh, 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 affecting them as far as that goes, as far as those trends. But of course, DVD sales in general are going down. Uh, and, well, you can and, also get um, pay-per-view matches on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's really, right after the pay-per-view. And they right really now. haven't ventured into Blu-ray that much. I've noticed, which seems weird. Like, I think you can get your WrestleManias on Blu-ray, but I don't think they ventured too much beyond that. So, well, I, no, sort. I think for 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 the individual pay-per-views, like for the monthly ones that aren't the mm-hmm. big ones, mm-hmm. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it makes sense for them to print Blu-ray discs. And it doesn't really make sense to a point to do the like Chris Jericho DVD sets because half of that stuff's not even HD when they do anthologies well, like that. The John Cena experience. Was mm-hmm. in Blu-ray. That's right. That was a, that was a specific. And I'm pretty sure the Randy Orton one is going to be in Blu-ray as well. So so ones like that that are really kind of centered around new content, you know. Because I, I think like yeah. the Cena experience was like they followed him around and and everything. So so that makes sense. Yeah, it was more of a again, more of a documentary style mm-hmm. than anything. But else. again, throw them back to like you know best heel managers or best of so and so or Chris Jericho. You know, that's there is a lot of archive stuff in there that would not benefit from being on a Blu-ray. So, right. But, uh, but it is interesting that the, I would have thought they would have ventured a little bit more into it, but maybe we'll see that more. Well, they have the, the best of Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. that came out. That would, that would also be really good, I think, on, uh, Blu-ray capability. Yeah, why not? They're, they're, they are already HD from the year. They've been, they've been HD for a couple years now. Well, no, they are in Blu-ray. They, they are. Okay. They are in Blu-ray? Okay. Yeah. So, so there you go. That's, that's what WWE's doing as a wrestling company. <clears throat> As opposed to a shitty, shitty uh, place in Orlando that doesn't pay their wrestlers. A glorified indie. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Ring of mm-hmm. Honor is a more structured company than TNA. Um, yes. <laughs> so uh, that's it. It's a. It's and they're and they and they are booked by a man who uh, does nothing but babble. What? So yeah, <laughs> delirious. Oh. <laughs> delirious is booking the company. Uh, that is true. Russell and he could do better than Vince Russo. <laughs> I've explained this to you many times before. Delirious is not babble. He actually is a very eloquent speaker. You just need to be able to speak delirious. Clearly, you cannot. Um, <laughs> sorry. Howiel <laughs> says, what's hurting pay-per-views is, is the Justin's uh, house you stream. Uh, I think referring to Justin TV. So I've, yeah, that I, I, I disagree either. because uh, we love Justin TV here on the Wrestling <laughs> Mayhem Show. Yes, we do. They, they are a great company with a very uh, great website uh, that we love dearly. And the people love to watch us on there. It's tremendous. We've been having a good time with them. You know, they supported the ChachiPlays.com over the weekend. It was great. It was great. All twenty-four hours is up there. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. And um, you'll be able to watch it soon in time lapse. Time lapse version. There we go. We might do some experiment with that tonight. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. Th- uh, also. Uh. You know. The news passing of uh, Jerry Lawler's mother. Uh. Over the weekend. So. Uh. Best go out to him in that situation. Mm-hmm. And here's pulling for a uh, Jerry Lawler champion this weekend. Yes. At the elimination. Ooh, which. Uh, talking about this whole thing, I found it very interesting that on Raw. Um, Michael Cole did make the mention about uh, the condolences for Jerry uh, Jerry Lawler with the passing of his mother. 
However, then uh, now the next 30 minutes into, he continued his whole, I'm going to rip Jerry Lawler to shreds because I love The Miz. Yeah, yeah. Well, I well, mean, they, they had their spot. The only time they, they mentioned it was when Miz was right. on the screen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there's certain, yeah. There's certain times where you have to break character. Yeah. Mm. I was I was I was actually wondering what they were gonna do with the whole thing. If they were gonna continue with any, you know, Michael Cole stuff with the whole mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They definitely downplayed it going into it, which, you know, not great for the pay per view, but the right thing for them to do. So right. I'm glad to see that the, well, that that is what they did. Luckily for the Elimination Chamber, the Lawler Miz match isn't really what's selling the pay per view. No, it's absolutely the not. Chamber yeah. matches themselves. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Which I am excited for. That should be that should be a very good event from the way it's looking. And especially uh, depending on how much you read into what uh, the WrestleMania guest host said, the um, Raw Chamber could hmm. end up very differently than we all initially thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could. It could <laughs> be. It could be. So because I, I, I could entirely see um, a three way. Mm-hmm. The title at WrestleMania instead of a one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Possibly uh, for the uh, for the title since uh, John Triple H and Benoit. I don't think that is not true. Well, there was, uh, there was also John Cena, that Randy Orton, and Triple H. Triple H, uh, Triple H, John Cena, and Randy Orton, Orton three way. Edge, Big Stone, John Cena had three way at Mania. I remember because that was the event where um, Randy Orton beat Cena and Triple H, and everyone was like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> John Cena Randy didn't win, <laughs> and neither did Triple H." <laughs> yes, I, I I remember things. Fantastic. And speaking of yeah, and that was one where Cena lifted Big Show and Edge up at the same time for an FU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, like we of, said, Superman. <laughs> speaking of WrestleMania 28, staying on the East Coast, going to be in Miami, Florida, at the Sun Life Stadium next year. Woo. Home of the Dolphins. Yay! Yay! Dolphin. Dolphin. I I like dolphins. I want to ride dolphins. Um, okay. Um. <laughs> sorry, my uh, mind of a five year old here. Sorry, I just heard dolphin. I was so, like, fantastic. Um, well, is there anything else we want to touch base on uh, before we get out of here, guys? Um, um, the oh, Rock. Do we want to talk more about the Rock? We kind of already did to a point. Yes. Okay. Because it was awesome. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. Hold on, hold on. How dare I know you? the real reason the Rock came back. <sighs> I know the real Maybe. reason the Rock came back. Why is that? He's he he's, he said I'm Raw. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't to promote a movie. And it's not about the fans. Mm-hmm. The Rock has come back to save us from Watson. And he has started this campaign by first taking it out on the Raw General Manager. Boom. That was amazing. The Rock is here to destroy all machines. I think think The Rock is the General Manager. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm playing the game. He keeps talking to me. Um, oh, and by the way, Jackie, you play games for 24 hours whoa. straight. Whoa. You can take a break. <laughs> what you got, Chach? Uh The Rock coming back last night, uh, I actually decided to quit watching Raw, and I fell asleep. <laughs> and I completely missed it and woke up to everyone still talking about it from the night before. Um, <laughs> but I, I went back and I watched it, and it was hilarious because 
everyone in the arena was cheering. Everyone. Even kids that are not old enough yeah. to have remembered The Rock coming back or being there the last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And regardless of whether or not I thought it would happen, I am geeked. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting to see how long he actually sticks around this time. Because I'm sorry, I don't care what his promo said last night, it's not going to be forever. So. And I think it, it, it could be a thing where we see him around WrestleMania and SummerSlam, at least. You know, it's not, you know, not every week or anything like that. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I could see them. It's not like he's going to be on the house shows. Right. But, uh, you know, he, he's going to be there between movies and everything. And, and, you know, at least on a more consistent basis. You know, like we see The Undertaker. You know, except he's well, not going to Well, he does be- have the new, um, the new, the new Fast and the Furious thing coming out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, uh, he's got to be promoting. So I'm sure that has. Yeah, and that's. That's basically coming out, like, a couple weeks after Mania, anyway. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's the other thing, you know, we, we mentioned this, people are saying in the chat room, you know, is PG gone with The Rock? <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I, don't th- I think, um, well, my opinion on the whole thing mm-hmm. is the fact that, you know, yes, he did say ass, yes, he did make references to pie, and, you know, uh, he called, I think he called Cole son bitch, too. But... Yeah, yeah. The thing that's good about this is it, it's The Rock, and he was from the before, you know, PG era. But since WWE has made the PG run, when he, when you do hear those times where, you, where wrestlers say ass or, you know, bitch or whatever, it actually means something now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, you know, it being watered down by people using it every other word. Mm-hmm. Guys, to uh, to paraphrase the great Chris Jericho from his new book, Undisputed, which I finished and it's awesome, and you should all read it. Oh crap! Um, he he basically um, the Rock uh, complete the Rock cursed by saying motherfucker during a live Raw one time, and <laughs> you know they came back they came back to the backstage area. No one really said anything about that. Chris Jericho also did the same thing once when some, something was supposed to cut off or whatever and he came, and he said motherfucker on the air he came back and he got an earful mm-hmm. and he's like but but the rock just did it like a couple months ago and then Vincent Van basically said listen when you pull in as much money as the rock you can say motherfucker too <laughs> <laughs> right wow willing to pay the fines if the money's going to match yeah he he's earned He's earned his keep for for that company. At yeah. That God, yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, the the man came out last night, and not counting the amount of time he spent walking to the ring or around the ring or in the ring, but actually using the microphone, he dropped a twenty two minute promo last night. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. That yeah. is something that the company has not seen. In seven years. Nobody knows how to do that anymore. <laughs> there's, really. I mean, we talked a couple weeks Nobody ago. Nobody can pull it off anymore. Right. We talked a couple weeks ago about the promos being good, mm-hmm. but they're not 22-minute promos that have you entertained for the entire time. Remember when we would always say, you know, okay, it's the beginning of the Raw, 
we have a 20, 25 minute promo with Triple H and right. whoever, whatever's going on. But they weren't really that bad. We noticed they that. weren't. Right. But in the long run, compared to some of the crap that we have now, they weren't that bad. Right. So. <laughs> There you go. Just well, guys, I think it's time. Uh, we, we should go ahead and wrap this up. And I think everybody learned something this week. Oh, I learned that yeah. I'm interested in wrestling again. <laughs> <laughs> and it took an old school face, right? right. You Seriously. know? <laughs> Mad Mike, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? I, uh, I learned from wrestling that not only can The Rock save us from Watson... But um, Jeff Hardy is above the law, and both of those things scare me for America. America. Wrestle fan, <laughs> the wrestle fan. What'd you learn from wrestling this week? Well, uh, Sorgatron, I learned that Hello Kitty has a pet cat <laughs> named Charmy. I'm gonna punch you in <laughs> the. Not from wrestling. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the twat. Hello, Hello Kitty having a pet cat named Charmy has everything to do with wrestling. So no, no, no. In all serious, no. Um, I learned that in a you know, and it's kind of been what I've been learning every week now is that Alberto Del Rio, he is slowly, slowly becoming one of the fastest, fastest rising stars that WWE has ever created. You know, next to Sheamus. And, you, you know, obviously who won the championship in, like, two months or whatever. But, I mean, for them to have, you know, the guts and to have the um, uh, the pride, for that matter, to do that, you know, great for them. Excellent. Uh, from the chat room, Bobby F.J. Town learned that Black Lightning can strike twice... And that Matt Hardy is paid with a White Castle Crave case. <laughs> I learned something else this week. I am so sorry I forgot this. Um, TNA announced on their website that uh, on April 9th, I believe, which I believe is a Friday, TNA is uh, returning to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ooh. And one of the uh, wrestlers on the card uh, is very interesting. I'll give you a hint, or I'll give you two hints. One, he's fat. Two, He's really, really fat. American Balloon? Matt Hardy? American that, Balloon. That is 200 <laughs> points. 200 points for Mad Mike for guessing that Matt Hardy will be appearing at the Pittsburgh TNA house show. And I, Sorg, I, I hope you either you or Lunchbox <laughs> or somebody in the area or whoever is listening to us right now goes and... Uh, gives gives this Matthew uh, cold blood and <laughs> fucking stupid ass. That's yeah. No, that, no I'm not even what? joking. That's his name it, now. That's his name now. That cold that, blood. that, that show. with Matt Hardy. They go the and they bring. I the hope someone goes and brings day. signs. I hope somebody Russell throws Russell White Russell Castle burgers at him. Russell fan, hold on. That TNA show in Pittsburgh. Is the day after my birthday. If someone Ooh. goes to that TNA show and has a picture taken with Matt Hardy while you're holding a sign that says Fat Hardy, this is very specific. If this happens, <laughs> I will I will give 
three wrestling autobiographies, one of which that I may have signed to anyone <laughs> that can make that happen. And Sorg, I know you, I know you say you don't have a white castle. Then this is what I want you to do. Also, with, do do what Mike said. Do what wow, he said. Moving on. Go no, 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 no. go to your plan. local Eaton Park. Go to your local Eaton Park. Buy a shitload of smiley cookies. <laughs> turn and somehow turn them into frowny cookies. I don't know how you can do that. Work you know, your magic, actually, people. You know, they're, they're, and they're, throw they're, them in the ring. Throw them in the ring. <laughs> When that fat there's, Twitter hog fuck comes to the ring, <laughs> there's a place Just called right. there's a place called Kings here that has frownies. Yes, that's true. They do. So we go to Kings, buy frownies, hands and like throw them at his fucking big ass. The, the Team Coco picture we took it with uh, Leno. Just right on your hand, fat Hardy. It'd be great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And don't worry, don't think he will try to kick your ass because he will never reach you. He will die of a heart attack. Tremendous. Mike, Mike real quick, and we gotta move um, on. Riz in the chat room learned that it sucks to be an employee and a family member in TNA, and also that it's not illegal if you're a midget. That is Which, true. That is true. That was a very disturbing <laughs> how old, scene. How old is that Ariel girl? She's like 12, I swear. Um, yeah, that's not. Because I was thinking was about kosher. Was, I wonder. I wonder if she likes cookies. As maybe. Whoa! Whoa! No, whoa! Wrestle, whoa! No! No! Wrestle fan. I can. I can say that because I am twelve. <laughs> Wrestle fan. That is a frowny cookie. That is a bad, bad cookie. Uh, LB, what'd you learn she from wrestling sweet. this week? She that is cookie batter. That is cookies that has not been completed yet. LB, what'd you learn from? I love cookie dough. LB, what'd you learn from Megan's Law this week? Oh God. <laughs> I'd re- oh Jesus! What did you oh. learn about William Regal making out with a dude? So, what? Oh, oh cut him off! Cut him off! Fucking shut it down! What? No more wrestling. I'm not lying though. The sad thing is, I'm not lying. No. He's not Holy lying. Shit, He's man! Not lying. Fucking wow! I can't believe you can't put that kind of pressure on it. Like I have to bring the show back to a direct forward <laughs> method. With what I learned, Jesus Christ, man. Um, wow, don't switch to my camera right now. Huh? <laughs> the pants or off, dance off time? Is that what it is? What? No, no, I, I'm not wearing pants, but no. No, uh, what I, sorry, what I learned from wrestling this week was that, um, uh, <laughs> that, that's possible. a crotch. <laughs> sorry, Lunchbox, go ahead. God. Damn it, Not just any crotch. That was my um, crotch. Oh, it's still possible after seven years <laughs> still have it. Still have that spark because The Rock came back and not only did he just come back and everyone was excited and he could have got a great promo, he still held that crowd in the palm of his hand. For 22 they, He came back minutes. and he walked around the ring and they cheered and they cheered and they cheered and he was going to talk into the mic and they kept cheering and kept cheering and he you know, but when when they knew he was about to speak into that mic, when he really held it up to hear, dead silent. That mm-hmm. is crowd mm-hmm. control. That is holding a crowd in the palm of your hand. So well done, The Rock. You still got it. Uh, let's see if you still got it in the ring. So, <laughs> way to go, Mister The Rock. <laughs> yeah, 
Mr. The Rock. Way to, way to go, Dwayne. No, he's not Dwayne anymore. It's The Rock. He no, is if you look on WWE. His name is Dwayne. He is Dwayne. The Rock Johnson. I'm sorry, I don't read WWE.com. I learned um, that this is the Attitude Area Renaissance, and we will <laughs> we will push the stretches of PG TV. And notice that The Rock was on after eleven o'clock. Yes. So I think that has something to do with it. Um. So yeah, that's about it. So we're not going to hear from the host of WrestleMania on Raw until, until after, after eleven o'clock <laughs> every night. So that'll be interesting. So, um. Also learned that my wrestling on Monday nights has been extended officially uh, past WrestleMania because Tough Enough will be before and after Raw on Monday nights. So that'll be interesting uh, sort- as well. Yes. Sorg, I think that's just for the first week. No, the first week it's going to be after, uh, and then from then on it's going to settle into its before Raw time slot, but also be replayed afterwards, and also right. on Sunday, oh. I believe. Uh, that That's from what I read. It might change. I mean, we're still, what, two months out, so who knows. Um, guys, it's been a tremendous show. It's great to be back in the helm, uh, and you guys had some great conversations this week. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you go, Mad Mike, uh, you got the Crisis of Infinite Mikes. What's going on with that? Uh, Crisis of Infinite Mikes.wordpress.com. Hopefully soon, probably this week, we will have, uh, we'll have a, um, kind of a dissertation on Spider-Man 3 and how it isn't as bad as people think and how it could have been improved. In defense of Spider-Man 3, perhaps? Yes. Excellent, excellent. A wrestle fan, what's going on in your world of cookies? <laughs> now, no cookies this week, but if you do go to uh, youtube.com slash wrestlefan2000, you can check me out. Um, I have been blogging, blogging again. I haven't vlogged in a while, but I posted two vlogs uh, from this past weekend. One uh, talking about Chachi Plays, and the other one um, talking about things and other random uh, something or whatever. Then I'm talking, I also talk um, maybe about Hello Kitty having a pet cat in Charmy. That is 100% inaccurate, what I just said. All right. And DJ Lunchbox, what's up with you these days? Thoughtful Riot. Thoughtful Riot. That was probably really loud. Your social media versus newscasters uh, uh, battle I saw kicked off. That's true. It is. It has made a return, um, and there will be uh, more in the coming weeks once my uh, life schedule calms down a bit. Mm-hmm. So, fantastic. Chachi's over oh, at Chachi. Also, DJ Lunchbox on the Twitter. Yes, uh, Chachi's over at Chachi says dot net. Recovering from ChachiPlays dot com. Right. There's there's some <laughs> renditions of you that in comic form over there. Yeah, over at ChachiPlays dot com. Uh, bring it up right now. Go look at it right you're, now. You're talking no, to me? I'm talking oh, to that, everyone no. else. Go yeah. check it out. <laughs> CarbonCopySquared.com. Yeah, um, I'll get back into the swing of things when ChachiSays.net this week. I'm going to start doing some new stuff. Mm-hmm. So Excellent. It'll be good. You will not want to miss it. Excellent. I'm going to try to get into the blogging. I actually have a blog half written that's not a This Week in Swordcast. Sword so getting back into it after the big event and after being sick last week, of course, and uh, we're going to be writing about some stuff. I'm still trying to find my focus on my blog, apparently. 
So go check that out at Sorgatron on Twitter. Please, everybody, drop by WrestlingMayhemShow.com at MayhemShow on Twitter. And uh, please drop us a line at Good Times. Good times! At WrestlingMayhemShow.com or 412-206-WMS0-9670. And if you get an app, the iPhone app, it's all on there. Quick buttons for all that stuff. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's for, for Matt and Mike, WrestleFan, LB, Chachi, and the Mayhem Universe out there in the chat room. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. It's still real to me, damn it! Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait.